Hey there, guys and ghouls. You should tune in to Broadcast from the Belfry, a dark-humored and pop-culture-filled podcast for the morbidly curious. We cover literally everything from cryptids to ghosties to true crime, false crime, and the medium crime, which we're still trying to find. Folklore. Not the Taylor Swift album, but I have talked about it, and we've got plenty of other tangents and pop culture thrown in in between. What are your top three things we've covered in our first 50 episodes? Uh, I like it when nice gay couples have a chicken coop and nothing bad happens ever in the world that I live in. I like when there's Squonk, because he's me, and I like knowing what happens if I have to go number two on a boat in the ye old times. I put that as mine too, the Kraken, and I have in parentheses poop decks. Nice! Also, uh, mummies. I love talking about mummies. And the Birkenhair Anatomy Murders, also in parentheses, skin books. I know that was not in your top three. That's probably in your bottom three. It definitely is. If you guys want to hear everything we said above, hear me groan when Georgia grosses me out, which happens a lot, and hear some real fun facts. I hope you tune in, and Georgia, what do we say to the potential listeners? Stay spooky. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Jeanette. And I am Emily. And wow, Emily is back from her surgery. <laughs> I am. Thank you guys for, I mean, I was going to say letting me take a break, but I don't think oh. I would have physically been able to do the podcast, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, literally, you need to be able to write. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you that don't know, I just had um, a carpal tunnel surgery as well as a Dequervain's tenosynovitis surgery and an elbow surgery that I always forget what it's called. It's like <laughs> um, lateral epicondylitis, I believe. Oh, wow. Um, it's tennis elbow is basically what it is. So I got my right arm done. And then June 22nd, I get my left arm done. So in and, three weeks. <laughs> and you haven't played tennis since, like, uh, fresh, was it freshman year of high school or sophomore? Sophomore. Sophomore. Sophomore, okay. Yeah. I wonder if it, like, developed back then, but never really became a problem until, like, you kept using it, you know? Maybe? Well, the thing is, I've been playing cello for 10 years. So, okay, so, so, so you can't just get this just from tennis. <laughs> no, no, no. You can totally get okay. it from other things. It's common to get it in cellist just because, well, you move your right arm a lot. <laughs> it's kind of what you do. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're glad that we can be back and that the surgery was successful. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> and on um, another news of Emily, she just told me it's her cat's birthday. And I feel like I have to mention it because we always talk about the cats on here. So yeah. he's not in the room this time, but it's his birthday. And yeah, it's oh. important. Oh, Merlin, he's so cute. He is just the sweetest. He is the black cat that we adopted after the black cat episode. If you remember, like that's, that was my inspiration for adopting oh, him. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it. So we do have an episode talking about um, like black cats in general. If you guys want to go listen to that, because it's yeah, his birthday and he deserves it. So yeah, exactly. Do it in honor of Merlin today. Okay. Um. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. 
All righty. So um, for me, I <laughs> nothing interesting has happened. That's no? all I wanted to say. No. All right. I, mean, I got to see you in person. That was interesting, but that was about it. <laughs> yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah, we meet up finally. Um, we didn't have time to actually record in person, so that was upsetting. But yeah. all that matters is I got to see Emily, guys. How exciting. <laughs> Shall we just get into the stories or? Yeah, let's do it. I don't think we have any news. Oh, right. Wait, I know. No. Literally. Wait, um, I think we're going to start doing like some solo episodes, maybe. Oh, yeah. Just because our schedules aren't lining up very well in general. So um, sometimes I might post a solo episode. Sometimes Jeanette might. So that's something to look forward to as well. And that's not something either of us have done. So. Yeah, it's something new and also something to keep um, our viewers engaged, especially like when we have to miss a week or if we weren't able Mm -hmm. to. So. Yeah, that way we can still post content for you guys because we know that we don't want to leave y'all hanging um, no matter the situation we're in on our side. Even if it's completely understandable, we still want y'all to listen to something. (laughs) Oh, definitely, definitely. Oh, yeah, that was wonderful news. Wow. It's like I almost forgot how to podcast. Well, now you can tell us your story since you remembered how to podcast. (laughs) Okay, guys, so today I have a story that um, involves a ghost, and its name is the Greenville Avenue Ghost. Now, Greenville Avenue is a very popular area in, um, the, in, Dallas, in the Dallas region, in Dallas, Texas, and um, it ha- is basically a strip that has a lot of fun restaurants, and there's like a couple of like uh clubs and bars you know it's literally just a populated like area in yeah yeah (laughs) there's obviously a lot of them because of it the big city but that is one of the most popular ones anyways so there is one particular restaurant that this ghost has had multiple encounters with customers and workers and stuff like that and that is at snuffers have you ever heard of snuffers um no i have not okay well it's it's like a burger place it's um me personally i've never had it but i've heard a lot of good things about it too like um there is this really sweet couple that work uh not works (laughs) my friend works at um this not this restaurant, but another one. And there's this really sweet couple that comes in a lot. And, um, well, I came in the other day to uh, where she works, and that couple was there. And I was actually talking to them about our podcast. And oh. they were like, oh, well, have you ever heard of this ghost? Because, like, they had been to that specific snuffers before. Mm-hmm. And so they actually gave me a little insight and like a link to this really cool website um, that has like all of the stories um, told by the clientele and stuff at Snuffers. So I decided that I can share that because one, they gave me some really cool, you know, information. And um, yeah, so 
here we go. That's super cool. I know. I thought that was really neat. Um, okay. So the snuffers actually it was um created in um nineteen seventy-nine. That was when it was it was opened. And they ended up later actually tearing down that snuffers um and like rebuilding it. But um they figured <laughs> I an article on Advocate East Dallas dot com they mentioned that they figured depending on um the spirits and like what case it was um that if they just tore it down because some ghosts can be attached to the building itself mm-hmm. and some ghosts are obviously like the ground depending on how it is um but I find it funny that that is one of the reasons why people say that they have they tore it down and rebuilt it, which that also could have been a tale because, I mean, you know, buildings are always like redecorating and stuff like that. And it yeah. could have been literally just doing that. But I thought I would put that there because in the 80s, uh, they tore it down, rebuilt it, and I'm pretty sure they rebuilt it again later on. But Surprisingly, the past two times, in the very beginning, it wasn't a snuffers. It was actually a dive bar. And um, the dive bar, there were multiple stabbings just because of the fact that it was a dive bar. And, you know, angry, drunk customers in a very, um, at the time, not so populated area. Mm -hmm. So um, that definitely caused some... You know, spiritual setting. Oh, uh, sure. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, in the very beginning, it was basically, uh, you know, just, like, stabbings and, and very up- upsetting murders. So, um, yeah. So, on then, on this website, this is actually what uh, that sweet couple told me to look at. And it is on dmagazine.com and it talks about just all of uh, the quotes from all of the uh, clients and um, employees uh, at Snuffers and their experience. So, hey, cool. Yes. So I'll go ahead and um, just start off with the list. The first one was Bradley Anderson and it states that um, they were a system analyst at the Firebird Restaurant Group member of years as an employee, 20, 27 years. So the name of the restaurant before it was a Snuffers was Firebird. So, Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So they said, I've had shared my share. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I've had my share of ghost encounters at the Snuffers on Greenville Avenue. I've heard someone calling my name. I've seen mm. the lamps rock and shake, and they've had employees who've heard footsteps in the hallways late at night. Oh. The, rumor, the rumor is that there are actually two ghosts in the restaurant. One of them is a spirit of a gentleman who is stabbed or maybe shot in the easy parlor, which was the dive bar's name. So not the restaurant before Snuffers, but the dive bar. Okay. Um, the restaurant... Uh, oh. 
in quotes is or the parentheses it says the restaurant before anyways um the story is that they were having a going away party in the buyer garden when all of a sudden a fight broke out the guy was either shot or stabbed he walked into the restaurant and ended up on the bathroom floor with the door open so years later before the remodel Managers would sit at the table closest to the bathroom to do their closing paperwork. No one was in the building, but they would hear footsteps walk down the hallway. The bathroom door would open, but it would never close. God. Yeah, so that was the first story. And, um, oh, that is so creepy because, (laughs) like, the bathroom is, is... Like, that's where he died. So it mm-hmm. had to have been him if he's going to latch onto the bathroom, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So um, and for the that it is by Frank Knight, and it was a general ma- manager um, working for 25 years. And he said, you know, every day you would get this uneasy feeling as you walk down the hallway from the front room to the back room. One time, I had a lady stop me in the restaurant and say that whatever is in here is following me around. But the face in the oh. mirror still sticks with me. This happened probably about 10 years ago or so. We would always have people stop by the restaurant and want to take pictures. It happened all of the time. And that was nothing out of the ordinary. But one day, a customer snapped a picture of the front door. And right next to the door, up high, close to the ceiling, was a mirror. When the customer was reviewing the pictures, they saw the face. It was clear as day. There was a face in the mirror, almost like a skeleton. But you could see a nose, eyes, and appeared to be wearing a coat. Oh my god. Isn't that creepy? That is creepy. The whole face in the mirror thing reminds me of um, the stories in the Stanley Hotel. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. Like all the pictures in the lobby. Yes. I that's why I always get scared of mirrors sometimes, because they also isn't there like a tale of um, mirrors trapping souls? There probably is. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, especially if they're like facing each other or something. And it yeah. scares the living bejesus out of me because I have two mirrors. Like you've seen oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My hallway. Oh, directly facing each other. It's so spooky. <laughs> yeah, she like has a hallway made of mirrors. Is It's like in her room. It's yeah. terribly creepy. Yeah. Although it's great to um, use for makeup because then I can just sit in the hallway and just, uh it's a lot of mirror <laughs> for makeup applying, but I don't like it, it for it spirit. <laughs> yeah, maybe not that. Sure. Definitely. <laughs> it makes sense. Okay, so next story is by Corey Holmes, and he was a general manager um, for 10 years. Um, he said, One night I was closing down the store and saw a black silhouette over in the secondary bar area. Typically, we use that bar for larger events, but I just thought it was the bartender working, cleaning up, so I didn't think anything of it. 
A few minutes passed and I went to talk to the person and make sure everything was going okay with their closing procedures. They were gone. All of a sudden, I had a cold rush over, over here and an indescribably creepy feeling. In that mo- moment, I 100% knew it was a ghost. Oh my god. It's so crazy because, you know, you get that feeling. Like, yeah, you might get, like, that rush of cold air or whatever that everyone talks about. Mm-hmm. But also, like, when you're just in that presence, you can, you can feel the ache, you know, like the sadness and the... Yeah, and you can feel that they're talking to you, or sorry, not talking to you, looking at you. Right, yeah. It's like, yeah, it, it feels like you have eyes on you when you don't see anyone eye, anyone's eyes. So it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's a very, very scary feeling. I can imagine. I haven't had it happen to me before. <laughs> I feel like the only... The closest thing I had was, of course, like, when I visited Stanley Hotel. I quoted a lot, but it's just because that's, like, the only experience I've had. Uh, well, besides um, <laughs> my San Antonio one. But um, right. <laughs> but those two places is where just, like, my heart just, like, sunk in, like, sadness. And, and, like, well, in the San Antonio, I also felt fear. So it's, like, you know, like, oh, man. <laughs> I can't. I yeah, that sounds terrible. But it is very interesting. <laughs> um, okay, so for the next story that they have on um, this website is from Ross Fortson. And he was a bar and hospitality manager for a number um, of <laughs> number of one year. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> a long one. time. A number of yeah. one year? <laughs> Just one. Anyways, um, he says... Everyone talks about the ghost, but I didn't really believe in the whole thing at first. I was just playing along with the, guest, the guest's experiences. And then I experienced it for myself. One night, another manager and I were shutting down the restaurant. We shut off the kitchen lights and were walking out the front door when all of a sudden the lights in the kitchen came back on. We both looked at each other knowing we were the only people there and decided to just go back in and turn the lights off one more time. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just one more time. (laughs) As we were walking out the door the second time, the kitchen lights came back on again. And I was like, nope, gotta go. And we decided to leave them on. (laughs) Well, good. I'm glad that they did that that time, (laughs) at least. No, I... Oh, no. I truly think I would just leave them, too. Because, I mean, if you're going to go turn them off again... And again, they're probably just going to keep turning it on. So and you're just going to get frustrated. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So might as well just leave. <laughs> so um, and then for the last story that was on this website was from Maria Hernandez. And she was mm-hmm. a server and she was employed for two and a half years. And she said, my friend and I were just sitting down in a booth eating a salad during a lunch- our lunch break. I had a straw in my water, and every now and then, my straw would just move. It wasn't like we were bumping the table to make it move. The straw would literally just move by itself. It kept happening over and over again. I went to grab the straw to make it stop, and it moved away from me. We got so so scared that we had to move booths. Okay, so straws can just move, though. Yeah, Like, at least, yeah. If you are 
um a skeptic which for sure I mean sometimes I feel like I am but then <laughs> it depends on like the story and stuff right. um but it is true especially when you have a carbonated drink like mm-hmm. the bubbles they're always like popping and fizzing so your straw is going to move yeah but, definitely um that doesn't make up for all of the other stories <laughs> no 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 and plus that one the straw moved away from her so that's a little weird but <laughs> yeah exactly that I don't know. Um, But yeah, those are all the stories and um, the encounters with the Greenville Avenue ghost. And it says that, of course, like, the Snuffers has the most, like, encounters. But um, it also said that there's a ghost on that same um, street, Greenville Mm -hmm. Avenue, which either could be the same ghost or it couldn't no one truly knows because i mean how else are we supposed to tell the difference right um but he is a there's a man that is in a dark suit and a top hat who supposedly haunts a nightclub (gasps) no i don't want that man so there he has also been spotted and this is also found on um the advocate um mag.com um and so yeah it states uh that not only is the snuffers haunted but so is that a club because of the man in the suit and the hat and then it also states that there is a um two spirit two spirits are witnessed within the old city park south of the downtown a pioneer family has been seen wandering up and down the Preston Road between Northwest Highway and um, Arapaho. I don't know how to say that name, but the whole family, though. Yeah, e- eternally trying to get back to their farm. Oh, yeah, I know. Isn't that sad? <laughs> that makes me so sad. And then there is also a case of Elizabeth, which is a ghost that haunts the Lake Highlands High School. These are all like within the same area. So that's mm-hmm. why like the Greenville ghosts, we don't we they don't really know like like I said if there's the same or not. But um this person they have given her a name. Um it's Elizabeth and she haunts the Lake Highlands High School and she's like the real phantom of the opera. <laughs> oh, good for her. Yeah. So um that's about it with the Greenville ghosts or ghost, <laughs> even though people have been giving them different names, but they, you know, they're all in the same location. But yeah, it's very, very interesting. And um, I read those st- stories and I, it makes me just want to go visit this restaurant and I don't know, see anything for myself and perhaps, you know, sit at the table that's closest to, um, the bathroom where I mean, the yeah. guy was haunting, you know, just so mm-hmm. I can sneak it out. Well, if you're ever in the area, you totally should. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or we could go together. Let's go. We, we actually need to start like a, ser- a series where we go visit these areas, you That's know? That's true. We are both vaccinated. That is true. <laughs> That was also fun no- news that we forgot to mention in the beginning. <laughs> Go get your vaccinations, guys. 
Yeah, we can finally Please. stop this pandemic. Yes. Um, well, yeah, that was the Greenville Avenue ghost. So any input, Emily? That's terrifying. Well, okay. <laughs> it's not near as terrifying as other ones that we've spoken about before. <laughs> no, not at all. But it's really of- interesting how many of them there are, though, just in that one specific area. Yeah, exactly. That and is a tragic area. I know. It makes me wonder how... Because you see, like, this area, like, if you look it up on Google Maps, like, it's literally just, like, restaurants and, you know, Mm -hmm. shopping. So it's like, what could happen here that had turned it, that had made it so haunted? But it's, it's just, it looks like such a normal area. But, I mean, ghosts can come from all the decades. So I guess it was just you know, over time that they just built up, or maybe it is just one person. Yeah. How can can one person haunt all these places, though? Well, I don't think that's the case. That is true. You think they're they're separate as well? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that just makes more sense. (laughs) Because if ghosts are attached to places, then they must have their own connection. So it can't just be, like, one, you know. Right, definitely. Yeah. Some spooky stuff. Definitely. (laughs) But thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this little um, ghost episode because I love talking about ghosts. And I'm going to (laughs) have to, I don't know, make a trip in order to meet some. (laughs) That's a good idea it would be a lot of fun um our socials are um twitter party underscore horror instagram horror slumber party podcast and make sure that you email us uh your own stories if you would like us to uh spread the word about your ghost story um horror slumber party at gmail.com because i still believe that i am not the only person that has a has had a traumatizing experience so please i would like to know um (laughs) yes please make jeanette feel more at home and send your traumatizing experiences please um i would love to hear it even though that kind of sounds creepy but um yeah we can tell them um but yeah thank you guys so much for listening we'll make sure to post on all of our social media accounts that way you know when we're gonna post next and like I said, or like we mentioned earlier, we are going to try to do the um, individual episodes just so y'all can still have content even when we're MIA. But yes. we love you guys. Good night and scary dreams. Bye.